Lake Street Auto is a family-owned business since 1983, providing exceptional auto body repair, and we'll have you back on the road in no time with our experienced body shop specialists, from dent removal to collision repair, and we work with all the major insurance companies. We also have a wide variety of quality used cars. Yes, we've been offering quality repairs guaranteed since 1983. Remember our friendly slogan, we meet most of our customers by accident. Lake Street Auto, 1201 Pulaski Boulevard in Bellingham. Across the street from Bellingham Lumber. Have a question? Call us at 508-883-3108. Local towing service also available. Absolute Auto Glass of North Smithfield. Your professional auto glass service. Superior glass repairs at affordable prices. We're a high-quality, owner-operated shop. Call Absolute Auto Glass in North Smithfield at 766-2600 and get a free quote today. 473 St. Paul Street, and we also offer convenient free mobile repair service, too. It's WNRI's Upfront. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. And a good morning to you and welcome. Welcome to the Upfront Radio Show, the Friday edition. Here on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM WNRI, my name is John Brand. I am your host each and every Friday for the Friday edition. And we do things a little bit differently here on the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show. I'm going to have a lot to talk to you about this morning because there are a lot of things to talk about. I could have a four-hour radio show this morning and I still feel as though I wouldn't have enough time. But we're going to talk to you about as much as we can pack in in the show. But that is only in due time. We have to talk about a few other things first. And one of them being the segment that begins the show, very important segment, known as the real estate question of the week. And how this works is we get tens of questions each and every week. We put it in a box. We pull it out, much like a sweepstakes, and we say, aha, this is the one that we're going to hit Bob Martin, the broker owner of the Crossroads Real Estate Group with, and we're going to see if he can answer this question on the spot. He has never disappointed. I suspect he's not going to disappoint this morning, but we're about to find out. Let's first find out if he's on our live line. Good morning, Bob. Are you there? Yes, I am, John. Good morning to you. Good morning, Bob, and uh, Merry Christmas to you. It's uh, just a few days away, so this is the final real estate question of the week before the Christmas holiday. So Merry Christmas to you and your family and everyone at the Crossroads Real Estate Group. Well, same to you. Well, thank you. So we've decided on this question for Bob, and now we're going to hit him with it. So, Bob, here it goes. Dear Bob. We have entered into a contract to purchase a house that has been marketed as four bedrooms. The mortgage company appraiser researched it and said it is only a legal three-bedroom because of the septic system. Why is that? There are four bedrooms in the house. Bob Martin. Okay, this is, it doesn't happen often, but it's not rare. Um, a, if, there was, if there were public sewers there, this would be a... A non-question. If there's four bedrooms, it would be four bedrooms. However, from a, a lender standpoint and a legal standpoint, 
the number of bedrooms are determined by the design of the septic system. So what invariably happens when we encounter something like this is someone built a home back when, um, probably with an integral garage, which is a garage underneath, and the famous bonus room on top of the garage, which you know could have been a family room, etc. But over the years, the family grew, and uh, they turned that family room, bonus room, into a bedroom. Nothing illegal about it. Um, you know, they, they pull permits. The town would not stop them. Um, however, uh, when it comes time to sell, uh, an appraiser will always go to uh, the town and examine what that house was designed to handle. Septic systems are based on bedrooms. You could have 80 other rooms. You could have um, many bedrooms as you as, as uh, many bathrooms as you want, but it's based on bedrooms. So evidently, when this room was this building was constructed, it was constructed, and the design was for a three bedroom system. It will appraise as a three bedroom, which is you know the the problem, if you will, because it may not come up to the value of a four bedroom home. As far as the people purchasing it, if they basically said, we don't care, we want to pay this price, then again, it's not an issue until they go to sell, but they have to be aware that unless they do some renovations to the septic system while they own it, when it comes time to resell, uh, they're going to sell this as a free bedroom. I'm sure that that homeowner was probably totally unaware of what we just discussed and it listed it, you know, uh, and the agent, um, which at this point, um, you know, mistakes happen, but quite honestly, whoever had the listing should have checked. We always check when it's a septic, how many bedrooms it was designed to be, particularly when there's a fourth bedroom. You know, if it's a three-bedroom house, not many go from two to three, but it's something we always want to check. So what's what's the resolution for this? Um, it, it's, in a sense, money. Uh, you could pay less, uh, or uh, the homeowner could... Um, have an engineer come in, uh, or the buyer could buy it and do it afterwards, but um, you have to have the system redesigned, probably expanded, um, which means you increase the leaching field that would re be required on a four-bedroom. Um, the unfortunate part is many times now, if the home was built years ago, they now require a larger tank on a four-bedroom. So if it's a thousand-gallon concrete tank, they might say, well, if you truly want a four-bedroom design, you're going to have to put a 1,500-gallon tank, which means now you have to excavate the tank, etc. So it can prove to be costly. Um, it's usually a very innocent mistake. And um, <clears throat> if I were this gentleman, I'll wait for the appraisal to come in. If the house appraises at what he's paying for it anyway, um, then he makes a decision, or he can renegotiate the price, uh, which is probably the better way to go because um, the homeowner may not want to well it would be costly and it would be it would take time to design the system and whatnot so um, yeah it's um, we probably you know maybe encounter that one or twice a once or twice a year try to nip it in the bud um, and uh, usually when we have a, a client that is in the middle of this it's we've got the buyer not the sale because I'd like to instruct our agents to look into it, but uh, occasionally it'll it'll slip through, 
Um, but it looks like a four-bedroom. And functionally, it is a four-bedroom. Um, but because of the septic, it's going to be judged based on the septic design. So that's invariably what, what this gentleman's encountering. If you were in a city like Woonsocket um, or anywhere that there's public sewer, it's a non-entity. It doesn't make any difference if that room was added later on, as long as, you know, they pull permit, etc. So that's pretty much the question now. It's, it's, it's in negotiation, if you will. It's the same house he was going to buy. Look at the same square footage, same amount of bedrooms. They're just not, I don't want to say they're not legal, but they're not going to be assessed as a fourth bedroom. So if it walks like a duck, it is a duck, right, Bob? It's a, if it looks like a four-bedroom, right. well, it is a four-bedroom. And and, un, and unfortunately, you know, when you have a reval, uh, you know, they when they do the reval, it, as you know, it's, it's a broad brush. They try to be accurate, but they don't go to City Hall and, 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 you know, and investigate every single home they're assessing. So if they happen to go in, they see it's a four-bedroom, tax assessors got it as a four-bedroom. And probably the homeowner never picked that up. And when it get listed, they go to the town, and it's listed as a four-bedroom. And unfortunately, it only comes up at the 11th hour if it's not. Well, Bob, if anyone has any questions about this topic, uh, the number of bedrooms, septic, or any other real estate-related matter, how do they get in touch with you? 766-7545 or myself, 474-3556. Bob Martin, I have a question for you. Can we possibly get a picture of you out on the golf course wearing a full Santa suit and beard? Would that be possible? And not a Santa suit, but I would send you one with a mad hat or hat on. I'll take it. I'll take it, Bob. All right. Bob, thank you so you much. One. God bless you. That's Merry right. Christmas and uh, have a good one. Talk to you soon. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bob Martin, the broker owner of the Crossroads Real Estate Group, located right here at 329 Park Avenue in Woonsocket. Call Bob for any of your real estate issues. When we come back, oh, I have topics upon topics and we're not even going to touch them. I'm sure I'm going to run out of time. I'm going to have a lot to say when we come back because I need to give you a brief history lesson of the world and where we are. And how it started back in 2000. And eight, and uh, brings us right up to where we are today. So we're going to have a brief history lesson when we come back. We're going to talk about what's going on out there in the world because what's happening before your eyes is the exact show that they expect you to believe. We'll be right back here on the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show here on thirteen eighty AM ninety nine point nine FM WNRI. Is an outstanding business opportunity in an excellent location. Premier office space perfect for professional, commercial, and service-related businesses. At 63 Eddie Darling Highway, in the same building as Citizens Bank, Park Square, North Smithfield. Lease it for $971 a month and offer drive-up access for your clients to the main level of this well-maintained property with key card entry. Home to many long outstanding professional practices over the years. This space features a large lobby with equally spacious reception area for offices, utility closet, and kitchenette. Restrooms including an ADA compliant restroom just outside the suite. Call Jose Morales leasing agent at 401-321-4112 for details. Minimum five-year lease will reconfigure to your needs. Offered by the Beryllium Realty Group. 401-321-4112 and Jose will show you around. 
So what's in your appetite? At Grumpy's in South Bellingham, their menu is so expansive, we can satisfy any taste. You may want to try a Grumpy Signature Burger. There are 12 to choose from. And if you like seafood, try our broiled seafood sampler of haddock, scallop, shrimp, lobster, and a stuffed quahog to go along. And you might want to check out our Taste of Italy, too, from eggplant, parmesan, spaghetti and meatballs, and many other Italian choices. And you may want to try a Grumpy Sirloin Steak, filet mignon, or a Bourbon Street Steak Tip Dinner, all char-broiled to your taste perfection. And we have a nightly menu special and also weekend specials. Kitchen open Friday and Saturday till midnight. Restaurant open seven days a week. It's time to make it a Grumpy's experience today. And I want to remind you to head into Grumpy's today. Lunch starts at noon, and they'll have those uh, lunch specials starting at just $6.99. Yeah, it's a really great lunch special for you to head in on in and enjoy starting at just $6.99 each and every day. That starts at noon at Grumpy's. At Community Care Alliance, our 500 employees are passionate about strengthening lives. Right now, we have job openings that give you the opportunity to build a stronger community with us. We hire every level in multiple disciplines. We offer competitive salaries, a comprehensive benefit package, including generous vacation, sick time, holidays, and competitive medical and dental coverage. Find out more at www.communitycareri.com or by calling 401-235-7458. Your life experience could contribute to the riches and qualities of care that we provide. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we are back at the panel. The panel is me, your host, on Fridays of the Friday edition of Upfront, John Brian, and you. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to get in, but first... Before we do that, we have to set everything up. And we have a bit of a setup here to talk to you about this morning. And it's pretty important. So I'd ask you to listen, pay attention, and then do some homework. We're going to start back in 2008. In the run-up to the 2008 presidential election, there was a little-known candidate out of Illinois. His name was Barack Obama. And Barack Obama was a state senator. He was a community organizer, whatever that means, and he came up in the ranks and became a state senator. He soon became a United States senator, and then became, as we all know, the president of the United States. Nobody knew much about Barack Obama. Nobody still knows much about Barack Obama. Almost everything in his college career is sealed. Nobody ever saw him on campus. Nobody even knows who he is. But apparently he graduated from college, I believe Yale. But nobody can remember seeing him there. There's not one person that can come forward and say they remember going to school with him. Everything from his law school days is sealed. You can't know. You can't access it. Any of it. Right now, you could go back to New York Law School if you wanted, and you could find everything you wanted to know about John Brian. You probably, because of privacy, you probably couldn't find out what my grades were. But you could find out everything I did, what I was involved in, what I wrote about, where I worked. But about Barack Obama, you can't find a single thing. 
There was always a lot of controversy about where he was born. But that's less important than about the fact that nobody knew who he really was. But when he became president soon thereafter, he became a useful tool of the intelligence agencies and of the power elite. Those that are actually running the show in Washington. Those that are holding the strings of the marionette puppets. Those who are running the world that you don't see. The world you see in your newspapers and in your local news and in your national news is the world you are supposed to see. The people that are really holding the strings for the world you can't see are the ones that got Barack Obama elected. Excuse me. And what was his goal? He said it. He said it. He's going to fundamentally change the United States of America. And he did. He brought progressive politics to the fore. He set race relations back worse than I've ever, ever even thought possible. Identity politics became the norm under Barack Obama. Black versus white. In a way that had not existed. It was at that time that the intelligence agencies, the CIA... The FBI, the Department of Justice, were begun to be purged of people who were loyalist to the country and to the Constitution. And those intelligence agencies began to operate, not as agencies meant to protect the country from without, but meant to protect politicians and themselves from within. They ran intelligence operations illegally on people within our country to purge the country of those people who stood in their way. The CIA became and has always been an intelligence operation that is about bribery, that is about blackmail. The most important and influential people in the world have been blackmailed or bribed by the CIA. But the intelligence agencies were all used to look within under Barack Obama, and that was proven. That was proven when Donald Trump was running for president, and they got FISA wiretaps on him based on evidence that they created to go to the FISA court and use American intelligence to spy on an American citizen. They did so totally illegally, but they did it because that's the organization. That is what became of law enforcement on a federal level. Use it against your internal enemies, not your external enemies. There was also the long crawl of turning America into a socialist nation. Just look at what happened with Obamacare. Obamacare became state-run medical. And the people of the United States didn't want it. In fact, Ted Kennedy died, if you recall. The line of the Senate died, and he was to be the deciding vote in the United States Senate as to whether Obamacare would pass. 
but he died. And there was a special election. And Massachusetts elected a Republican, a Republican United States senator. But they did so at the time. They elected Scott Brown in order to stop the socialist program known as Obamacare. And the people were successful. They were successful until Chuck Schumer and the Senate Democrats used pure parliamentary chicanery to ensure that Obamacare passed. And then continued the long crawl, the slow crawl of socialism in the United States of America. So they spy on Donald Trump in 16 illegally. Obama has succeeded in creating the country that he wanted. Starting to move into socialism, using intelligence and DOJ against its own people. Dividing and conquering the country through race relation. And then Donald Trump won. The program that was to be continued by Hillary Clinton, the people of the United States rose up and said enough and they wanted this guy. And they got him. And they started to talk about impeaching him from the day he was elected. Not the day he was inaugurated, the day he was elected. They said, we're going to impeach him. We're going to make up the fact that this, ha- this was Russia and we're going to use it against him. And they did. And then the Clintons and the Obama administration, they put together the Russian dossier that they used in order to charge him. That was what they used to spy on him. And then they used it to charge him in and, and, and go after him in Russiagate, if you recall. Which was a total hoax and a waste of tens of millions of taxpayer dollars. Because the very people that were accusing him of conspiring with the Russians were the people that conspired with the Russians. Then they tried to impeach him. But his popularity only went up. The economy was churning along. Employment was at its lowest point ever. We were becoming less dependent on China and standing up to China and saying no. Trump's policies were going after the trade imbalance with China. We were stopping all these Chinese imports. We were focusing on American manufacturing. We were energy independent. We had been, we had become the greatest exporter of petroleum products in the world, surpassing Saudi Arabia. Gas at one point was a buck sixty because the Saudis flooded the market with their oil. Because we were producing so much. The border was secure. Illegal immigration was at a 20-year low. What could they do to stop this? Nothing they had done had worked. So a virus was unleashed on the world known as COVID-19 out of a lab in Wuhan, China. 
And that was proven to be correct. And now you may think that we're full here on this show of tin foil hat wearing conspiracy theorists who sit in the dark and are afraid of UFOs, but that's not the case. I sat here in this chair and told you about COVID. I told you what it was. I told you it was a mass hysteria psyops operation. That it was about control. That every single day they were taking our civil liberties away. And that was the purpose. If you can't destroy a president through normal corrupt means... Because his economy is going so well, then you destroy the economy. You take away the civil liberties of the people and you never give them back. Then you fundamentally change the election by changing the manner in which the election was held. And that was through the mail ballots. And then the states like Rhode Island, which is so idiotic beyond my own personal conception, said, well, it worked during the pandemic, so let's normalize it. And they did. They normalized the mail ballots, making elections less secure than they have ever been in the history of our country. And this leads up to my final point of where this is all going, right up to the best Hollywood production known as January 6th that has ever happened. On January 6th, 2020, the FBI, the CIA, the DOJ, the Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, the press, they all used it. As a means to call it an insurrection. They ended up fixing the election. They got Joe Biden in. With 81 million votes. More votes than anyone's ever gotten before. And he didn't win Texas. He didn't win Florida. He didn't win Pennsylvania. He didn't win Ohio. But he won the election. Which is totally impossible, by the way. So Donald Trump said, let's march peacefully to the Capitol. Well, the FBI, which refuses to tell you how many FBI agents they had inserted into the crowd to incite the crowd on January 6th, worked hard to incite the crowd. And then when some violence ensued, some violence ensued because people got stirred up. Windows got broken. Etc. Not most windows, because most of the doors were opened by the Capitol Police. You see them opening the doors. You see people walking through the halls, holding an American flag, slowly taking video with their phones. But then the Capitol Police, who actually killed a U.S. vet female, her name escapes me, but they killed her. 
They lied. And they said the crowd killed a, a, a officer, Slotnik, who didn't die at the scene. He had a heart attack at home, in his home. But they said he was beaten with a fire extinguisher, and that's how he died. And the press ran right with it. Nancy Pelosi stood down and made sure there was no security on January 6th the way that they wanted. Trump wanted more Capitol Police. The Speaker of the House said no. Trump wanted the National Guard. D.C. said no. And then they called it an insurrection. Do you know why they called it an insurrection? Because they wanted to criminalize supporters of Donald Trump. They wanted to criminalize conservatism. They wanted to criminalize make America great again. They wanted to ensure that Donald Trump could never run for president again. And they did it by creating an insurrection themselves and then calling it an insurrection. And with their proxies in intelligence, with their proxies in the media, they did just that. And that leads up to this week in which I can't believe what happened this week actually happened. This week, the Colorado Supreme Court decided that they were removing and banning Donald Trump from being on the ballot in Colorado. The opinion of the Colorado Supreme Court is shameful, and it runs completely counter to our constitutional system. Donald Trump was not removed from office by Congress for engaging in insurrection. Donald Trump has not been criminally convicted in a court of law for engaging in insurrection. Look, whatever you believe about whether Donald Trump engaged in insurrection has no bearing on whether he's eligible to run for president. No legislative, executive, or judicial body of a state should engage in extra-constitutional decision-making to disqualify a federal candidate from a ballot. That's not accountability. It's an assault on due process. It undermines our electoral system and threatens every federal candidate for office from this point forward. So in case you were wondering why the Dems and the media kept calling January 6th an insurrection, it was to make this possible. Now, let me put a cherry on this and then we'll go to the phones, okay? Now that the Colorado Supreme Court has done this, and it will be overturned by the United States Supreme Court, by the way. It is blatantly unconstitutional. But this is why they're doing it. This is why January 6th happened almost three years ago. Almost four years ago. Sorry. Just wait for someone in a very crisp, brand new MAGA hat, a red MAGA hat, to physically assault one of the justices from the Colorado State Supreme Court. Just wait for it. It's going to happen. But believe me, the person that does it is not going to be a Donald Trump supporter. 
And just so you know, zero principles drive the media. You can't hate the mainstream media enough. It's about all raw power and momentary convenience. Why do I say that? When Roe versus Wade happened, the Senate my, my majority leader, Chuck Schumer, had a big rally and he said, he threatened two Supreme Court justices with consequence of a violent attack from an angry mob. He said, you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you. That was from the majority leader of the United States Senate. But NBC News said, Colorado Supreme Court justices face a flood of threats. After disqualifying Trump from the ballot, the latest round of threats fits a similar pattern. Trump faces a legal setback and officials face threats. But what did they say when people were threatening Judge Kavanaugh? And Judge uh, Amy uh, Barrett, call, call me Barrett. What were they saying? This is NBC News. Free speech or federal crime. Protesters are still marching outside conservative Supreme Court justices' home. Some senators want to use a federal law to charge those who continue to picket, even though it could be on shaky constitutional grounds. Finally, the White House said through Baghdad Bob in a press conference yesterday, the White House press secretary, KGP, she said, the White House is very worried about significant violent rhetoric following the Colorado Supreme Court's decision to remove Donald Trump from the, Barrett, uh, from the ballot. Somebody literally attempted to murder Brett Kavanaugh and the White House had zero issues with protesting judges then. But now, oh my, do you see, what's the point of all of this? Last week I read the zombie report and it was people believed the insurrection was real and some even thought Donald Trump should be put to death. The point is it's working. It's working on you. That's the point. It's working on most people. Most people don't pay attention. Most people don't know. It's so much, it's so much easier to be blind. Being blind is easy. Don't be blind. Wake up and realize what's happening. You think the southern border is a mistake? That's purposeful. They are so afraid that Donald Trump may get elected again. And if he does, watch out because he's coming hard. They are everything they accuse everyone and everyone else of being. And unless you pay attention, you don't realize it. And I'm begging this audience.
and anyone you talk to to please pay attention and realize what is happening and what is at stake. This is we are at a breaking point of the United States Constitution. This is something this 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 constitutional crisis that we face because of what the Colorado Supreme Court did. We are at a point that our forefathers could never imagine ever. America is on the brink and the next election is whether America survives or America goes down in flames like the British Empire, like the Greek Empire, like the Roman Empire, because it is so well on its way. But you know what's never gone down in flames? The Chinese Empire, the Chinese government, they've played the long game for over 2000 years and they laugh at us. They'll say, listen, let's just sit back for another 500 years. Those people will be gone. They would have eaten themselves alive. We'll just give them enough money and watch them destroy themselves. That's exactly what we're doing. We're going to stay on topic here this morning. I just want to let you know that. So if you want to give me a call, call 766-1380-769-0600. 800 949 Up front at WNRI.com. Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Morning, John. How are you? Good morning. So I wanted to go back to what you were talking about, the intelligence agencies investigating uh, U.S. citizens. Cool? Is that good? Yeah. Cool. So here's my theory on it, right? I'll, just a quick personal story, and then I'll jump into it. So in my profession, and I think most people look, where's the work going to be? So for me personally, me and my team, we avoid declining technology, and we go to emerging technology, and we tool ourselves so we have 10 years' worth of work or 15 years' worth of work. That's exactly how intelligence agencies work. It's no different. So when the threat of radical Islamic terrorism, the more it decreases because it has been decreasing because we're less engaged in the Middle East military, it's as simple as this, John. They say, we have less of a threat from overseas. We need to keep those tens of billions of dollars coming into our budget. We want our direct deposits. We want our pensions. We want our health care. We need something to investigate. We need people um, to spy on and if there's less terrorists overseas let's quote let's find domestic terrorists john it's as simple as that this is this all has to do with money it does have to do i I do believe some deep state stuff i think they want to control things from the inside i totally get that but it's as simple as that people like me and people um law-abiding good patriotic american citizens are getting spied on they're getting harassed by our own intelligence agencies just so those analysts continue to get that that direct deposit every other week so if anyone's wondering why all we have to do is just think about that i mean does that sound like a sound theory what do you think i mean i think it keeps the intelligence agencies and it keeps the the you know the business of intelligence going yeah i understand what you're saying but the point is Never in our time of our country has intelligence been used on our own people. It has been used to protect us, not to be used against ideologies, not to be used against people who don't agree with the administration and with the uh, the, the new speak of the administration. Look, when you are sent, when when they are spying on Catholics, they are spying on parents they are spying on politicians they are spying on anyone who stands in their way and in the uh, in the way of their rhetoric and of their uh, overall plan this is not 
what was intended by the United States uh, when we were founded this government. It was to protect ourselves from enemies beyond our borders. And the enemies within our borders are only to those who are in power, who want to stay in power and get rich and continue to stay that way. Yeah, no, no, I agree. And But what I'm saying is, no, no, and I, I do agree with what you're saying, but I think I think we cannot overlook the financial aspect. I think So the FBI hired a team of 80 people, right? So, the, John, the job of these 80 people was to troll, well, not troll, was to monitor and analyze Twitter and look for, quote, violations of Twitter policy. So there was nothing that had to do with the legal activity. It was just we're going to look for, um, you know, things that violate, which I think that, all 80, 80 of those people should be fired, and I think the FBI should suffer some consequences for being that, that ridiculously stupid. Just trying to, the government should not be um, regulating speech. I think most people agree with that. But, um, well, maybe not most. You know, I, I read something, John, where 50% of millennial Democrats at this point do not want a First Amendment. They want the government to regulate speech. And the thing is, they don't want to amend the constitution to do that that because that because that that takes a lot of work right i mean to amend the constitution that's a lot of heavy lifting that's a lot of work they don't want to do it that i mean people, let's face it we're, we are we are a drugged up overweight society we've become very soft and lazy so things like amending constitutions i don't know we don't want to do that we just want to we want someone to pass a law and that way the government can regulate speech and they can regulate we want to put it, we want to, you're right you, we want to put our hands out we want the government to save us we want you know but the reality is what you're talking about is that those 80 federal agents that are that is the United States taxpayer dollars being used by the by the quote unquote by the politburo to find out who's not towing the party line and that's exactly what we're talking about and that is all that has become the norm and, st and started under Obama, and it's continued and was meant to continue where in intelligence agencies were gone, were turned from external because back then they weren't worried about the external threats because they were in collusion with them to the internal threats. And the internal threats are those who would pose challenges to their power. Hey, listen, I, I'm, I'm really short on time. I got to go. But I, okay. God bless. Thanks you. Thank you for calling. And a very Merry Christmas to you and your family. You too, John. Thanks. Bye bye. I have one caller on the line. I got to let you wait for one minute, if you don't mind, because I got to do a couple of quick ads, and I will be right back with the rest of the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show, right here on 1380 AM, 99.9 .9 FM, WNRI. Is your over-the-range microwave, dishwasher, refrigerator, or dryer acting up? Then it's time to call GNR Appliance Repair in Pasco. We work on all kinds of appliances, and we have reasonable rates. So the next time your appliance says, I give up, call GNR Appliance Repair at 765-2023, and we'll get it working again. You can depend on us for quality service. Appliance problem? Let GNR Appliance Repair fix it for you. 765-2023. The go-to place for authentic Italian dining is Savini's Pomodoro Italian Kitchen and Bar. Over 20 Italian dishes made to order from our menu or experience our Sicilian-style pizza. Build your own while you choose from your veggies, meats, and cheeses. And, of course, our traditional family-style chicken dinner is offered every day. Savini's Pomodoro on Rathbun Street with affordable accommodations for weddings, birthdays, anniversaries, and business meetings. Close Mondays open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 4, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays at noon. For reservations, call 762-5114. That's 762-5114. Savini's Pomodoro Italian Kitchen and Bar, 476 Rathbun Street, Woonsocket. 
inviting you to join us at our family-owned businesses, Savini's or Ciro's, perfect for any event. Soup and salad bar now available, and Papa Savini's famous roasted chicken and noodle soup, also available by the 32-ounce jar to take home at Savini's Pomodoro. And don't forget, today is Friday. Friday means it's the last day of the early bird special Tuesday through Friday 1199 early bird special 4 to 530 at Savini's Pomodoro there's discounts on the salad bar on prime rib uh, during the early bird special so make sure you head on in today because today's the last day and you'll have to wait till next week and that'll be the 26th so you have to wait till the day after Christmas to get your early bird special so head into Palm Savini's Pomodoro today from 4 to 5.30 to get your early bird special starting, actually not starting, they're all for eleven ninety nine. Making home improvements easy, affordable, and painless. We are Skyhawk Property Solutions of Rhode Island. We do it all, including the installation or repair of roofing, siding, and concrete work for both commercial and residential. Call Sergio for free estimates provided for you 24 hours or less. Call Sergio for a new roof quote at 401-366-4959. Sky Arc Property Solutions speaks English, Spanish, and Portuguese for customer convenience. We're all about 100% premium quality. And remember our slogan, we've got you covered. Sky Arc Property Solutions. Check us out on the internet at skyarc.pro. Roofing and siding done the correct way. An unsurpassed quality of craftsmanship. Building your vision. Leaving your legacy. Listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we're back with the panel. The panel is me this morning and you. We got about 10 minutes left in the show. And a couple of things. I want to say thank you to my buddy, Bill Griswold. Grizz, he sent in the name of the, of the girl that was killed by Capitol Police. She was a vet. Her name was Ashley Babbitt. So thank you, Grizz. I love you, buddy. Merry Christmas to you and your family. And I can't wait to see you. I'll give you a big hug. Uh, from Sangela, France. Good morning, John. In my opinion, Barack Obama is a smooth-talking sly fox planted to initiate the change and destruction of our beloved USA. I still don't believe he was born in America. You're spot on, John, and those who are behind the scenes to get Clinton elected in 2016 had a huge glitch tossed into their plan called Donald John Trump, and thus they're on a mission to stop him from ever becoming president again. Remember, a vote for Trump is a vote for America. Amen, signed Sangela France. So, look, I just want to say this. In, in, in case you think like I'm this crazy conspiracy theorist, we talked about COVID on the show, and we were right about COVID. Years ago, I was talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Years and years and years ago, I was talking about Jeffrey Epstein and how getting him could bring down government, getting him could bring down Hollywood, organized religion, like so much was involved with Jeffrey Epstein and the control and bribery he and the governmental agents had over people for the horrible things they were doing to children all around this world. And the day he was arrested, I looked at my wife and I said, the most important thing you can do is keep this guy alive, but they're never going to let him live. And he just so happened to suicide himself. Yeah, right. Good morning and welcome to WNRI. I'm not going to take more than two minutes. Number one, nobody connected the dots the way you did. Number two, I hope the information lady is listening in the morning and heard you. Number three, did you write that out? 
No, I did. didn't. Okay. If you didn't, listen, 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 because I'm going to hang up very quickly. Uh, If I take shorthand, if you can set up someplace in the studio with Jeff or JR where I can listen to that tape over a period of, I don't know, it'll probably take me two hours to do it because I've got to play it and write it, play it and write it. I will personally take it down in shorthand, type it out for you, and you need to put that on your Facebook page. That was so good. And connect the dots. John Brian did it. And your dad is looking down and saying... Good for you, John. You finally became a conservative. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I think we got Al to be a conservative in the end. Yeah, actually, I'm going to tell you right now, the cat lady got Al to, uh, he was ready to, he didn't make it to the 2020 election, but the man who once told me that he would vote for a monkey over a Republican for president told me that he was going to be voting for Trump because of the cat lady at the election, at the, in the 2020 election. That's a true story. Oh, well. Yeah, well, okay. So I'm going to hang up, but make that happen, because I will do that for you. And I don't offer that for many people, because I'm up to my big fat fanny and alligators right now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, thank you. And I want to mention to anyone that wants to hear a replay of that, you can go to the uh, WNRI.com. Hit the upfront replay, and you will get the replay once it is uploaded. I will make sure that Jeffrey gets that uploaded today, and you can get the replay. Cat Lady, I will work with you to make sure that you know how to listen to that, and you'll be able to listen to that through your phone at your convenience and pause it at your uh, at your will. So we'll do it that way. But no, everything I said this morning came off the top of my head as I was planning this week for the show. I just take screenshots here and there, and then I just put pieces together, and I just kind of, I just kind of riff when I get in the studio. Good morning, and welcome to WNRI. Good morning, John. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I got scared in 2008 just when I heard Barack Obama's slogan for his campaign, hope and change. And change, he certainly did. Yeah, I agree with that. But not for the better. But I, uh, it's, yeah, now thinking about it, uh, it did go all the way back to 2008. They've been working on this for 15 years. Uh, getting Trump elected was a glitch in, the, in their matrix. They didn't see it coming. They didn't see nope. the American populist movement. They didn't see Americans rising up. They felt they had America controlled through the media and through the intelligence agencies. And they had their thumb on the scale to continue with Hillary. And when, and when Donald John Trump, the 45th president of the United States, was elected, they realized they had to change the game again. Well, when he first announced his running, I was like, oh, this is a joke. There's no way. But when I listened to him, I started, you know, going towards him. He wouldn't give his full plans, and they jumped on him for that. And, but for a while, I didn't think he was going to be elected. 
Look, I, gotta I, I have to tell you, I, I voted for him twice, and I'm going to vote for him yeah. a third time. The reality is I understand if you don't like him because you think he's a jerk. Okay, fine. Right. He's a jerk. All right? <laughs> but look at our country. Would you rather have mean tweets and a secure country? Or would you rather have this, this disaster that we have right now? Because we are absolutely in a disaster. Hey, I'm going to try to sneak one phone call in before the end of the show. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Thank you for Merry calling. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Good morning and welcome to WNRI. You have about a minute. Okay, I just want to remind people it's not just the Democrats. Um, it is also the Republicans. If you listen to Jay Seculo on Facebook, the American Center for Law and Justice, they are part of, they are financing this, um, the um, people that are going, that the lawyers that were involved in the Colorado um, decision. I agree with okay. you 100%. 100%. So, and Nikki Haley's no better. She's taken money where it doesn't belong. No, Nikki, so, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley is the, is, the, is the third coming of the Bush team. That's what that is. Exactly. This is the, it is totally that is that is the establishment Republican ticket. Um, the the Republicans are working hard. Remember, Donald John Trump he blew up the Republicans' plan. The Republicans' plan is to is 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 to make a ton of money off of the country, just like the Democrats. It's a uniparty. It's a swamp. Yeah. And that's why yeah. getting a man elected who had never held any elective office in his life was the most dangerous thing in the world because he owed no one and couldn't be controlled. Yes, people stop looking at how nice they talk because they're smoothing you right over. Look at the facts, please. Thank you, John. Thank Merry you very day. much. God bless. Great call. She's right. Obama was the smoothest cat going. And boy, did he get us jammed up. I had so many topics today and I didn't get into them. But the most important thing I can say to you this morning is thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Please think. Thank you for calling. Thank you for your emails. Okay, God bless you. Merry Christmas. I'll be on tomorrow on the Saturday Soapbox, 830 to 1030, right here on 1380 AM and 99.9 .9 FM WNRI. Think, think, think. This has been WNRI's Upfront. Presented weekday mornings at 8 a.m. Upfront is a regular public affairs presentation of News Talk 1380, WNRI Woonsocket.